Z1077 welcomes you to Up Close, a weekly public affairs program presented by Z1077 News. You're invited to call in with your questions and comments. Our call-in number is 366-8471. Now, your host for Up Close, Gary Danielle. Well, thank you, Mr. Announcer, wherever you are. And welcome to the Z1077 Up Close show on this Friday, September 14th, 2018. I'm Gary Danielle, your host. Our producer is Rebecca Havely. And the Z1077 Up Close show is a special presentation of Z1077 News presented in the public interest. Our phone number for you to call and participate is 760-366-8471. We have two guests in our studio today. The lovely Donna Munoz, who's the Measure O Bond Campaign Chair, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. And the lovely Liz Meyer, who's the current president of the Board of Directors of Copper Mountain College and was the 2005 Measure O Campaign Chair. So welcome to Donna and Liz. Uh, uh, love having you on the air. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously, you're here to talk about Measure O, and we're going to describe what that is in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk a, a little bit about your relationships with our school district. Now, Liz, you taught for many, many, many years in a school district. Uh, give us a little background of what got you to this point. Well, it started a lot longer ago than that. I was in uh, the first grade in the very first school that, 29, that Morongo Unified built, and that was at 29L. And I was in the first grade when they opened that school. So I went through... Do you mind I, if I ask what year that was? <laughs> that was... You could ask, but I can't remember. Okay. Good. Then it's that old. Okay. Uh, I think it was 52. 52. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, then I went through um, all the way through high school, went on to college and came back to teach at MUSD for 28 years and um, raised my kids here. They all went through 29 Palms. They all graduated from 29 Palms High School. So uh, we've had two generations of education through the district. Now, beyond a teacher, you've done a lot of things in the community. If you could just give us a little bit of a snapshot. Okay. Uh, elected offices and non-elected <laughs> offices and... All right. Uh, let's see. I, I was on... By the, the way, Liz is very humble. And she didn't know I was going to do this to her, so... <laughs> Yeah. I was on the city council for um, eight years, and I was mayor twice of the city of 29 Palms. I was active in getting the city to uh, pass the vote to become a city earlier than that. So I was on that, and um, I've been on the board of trustees of Copper Mountain College for uh, about 12 years. And... Um, um, involved in just a lot of activities in the, in the throughout the basin. So very yeah. very active. Okay, Donna Munoz, you also have a very interesting backstory. <laughs> so give us a little bit about your experience and what brings you here today. Well, <clears throat> well, what brings me here today is that I was on the Moronga Unified School District Board for 16 years, and um, like Liz. I've just been involved in a, a lot of different things in the community. I think that's what we have in common and why we're such good friends, because we both love the Morongo Basin so Now, much. how many years do you serve on the school board? Sixteen. Okay. Mm -hmm. And lots of 
county service, including an assistant assessor for the county, right. field rep for what? how many supervisors? Three supervisors? For three county supervisors. I was assistant assessor. I ran the Morongo Valley Community Services District and Fire Department, and then recently... Um, was the general manager at Morongo Basin Ambulance. Sure. I th- I'm retired now, I think. Sure you are. <laughs> yeah, sure you are. Yeah, I think that's an antithesis of Donna Munoz and Liz Meyer being retired. Uh, so you're here to talk about Measure O. I haven't heard much about that except just recently. What is Measure O? Well, I'll start. Measure O is a $62 million school bond. So it's a school bond measure. School bond measure. And it will be on the ballot on November 6th. So our job right now uh, is to get the word out. And we're we're trying to um, go to as many organizations as we can. The information has gone out to teachers and parents and is going to be going out to all the voters soon. Um, uh, Just a, a... an FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions, will be going out to everyone, and they'll be getting a lot of literature in the mail. So parents uh, already already knew that Measure O was going to be on the ballot? Well, they have just recently found out, okay. after school started. I mean, nothing happened until after school started. And so, yes, they do know. If they, if they read the mail that comes home, they know. Okay. So you are here to talk about a $60 million bond. 62. $62 million bond benefiting Moronga Unified School right. District. Now, what specifically is that money marked for? Okay. A school bond uh, measure can only be used for facilities, not for um, teacher salaries or administrative salaries or anything like that. So um, this particular bond is going to... Uh, one of the things that they're going to be working on with this bond is m- improved security and safety throughout every school uh, campus. Um, as you know, the um, escalating fear of school shootings and invasions on campus have required every site to make arrangements to keep their students safe. Uh, this comes at a great deal of cost and has... Um, started to be implemented what we need a great a lot more um uh, measures to be put in place to keep our students safe are we talking about metal detectors and and more security devices or well uh for example the um oasis school in order now the procedure in order to pick up your kid is that you have to uh, go through, you have to park your car, come in, go through a gate, and personally be recognized with your child in order to take them out. So there's a backlog. People have to get out of their cars, walk in, get their kids, and then walk back out through a single gate. Which should be very frustrating it, when, it, when you're in when a hurry in the afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. And parents are very frustrated, and there are short tempers at times, and it's and it's been uh, not a good thing. However, with this bond measure, just that school alone is going to get a gathering room put in and a whole new procedure so that parents can more easily and safely pick up their children. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's sad that we have to start oh. making those measures, but we see what's happening culturally and nationally. You have to. If yeah. we can't protect our kids, then that's got to be our first priority. And and that is. Yeah. Safety is our yeah. first priority. I know. Uh, as you know, Liz, I just retired after teaching high school for 27 years. And the last few years there, we were doing active shooter drills and training on the campus. And 
part of you goes, that's never going to happen here. And then you turn on the news and you go, you know what? I better figure out what's going on in case something does happen. That's so, right. So, yeah. they're, so I know they're taking the measures that they can at this point. So. That's well, true. Yeah. And intrusion alarms and other things. And I think in talking about this, one of the things we need to talk about is the fact that the average age of our schools in this district is 42 years. But we have schools that are 69 years old. And they just have Is that not. the one Liz went to? <laughs> okay. yeah. It might okay. be. <laughs> so, uh, so more school, school security, okay? Uh, we're going to open us up to the phones. Uh, we're going to take, take a little break. We're going to come back and talk about Measure O and what's included in it. Again, that's a $62 million bond issue, which will be on the November ballot mm-hmm. this November. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you have any questions about that, what it's for, how it works, call 760-362-4911. We're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more of the Z1077 Up Close Show. There's a hero waiting for you, waiting to save you hundreds, even thousands of dollars. Solar Now, a hero solar contractor who's been installing systems all over the high desert for years. No money down, 100% financing, where you don't even have to do the paperwork, is available through Solar Now with the Hero Program. Payments are made through your property taxes. The interest may be tax deductible for you, and it's transferable if you sell your home. Why lease when you can own? Call Solar Now, just like I did, and get a no-pressure, hassle-free quote today. Reach Mark Hines at 228 it can be challenging keeping your pets healthy. Star Pharmacy, your favorite low-price leader, now carries over-the-counter pet meds and they can fill the vet's prescription. Natural care multivitamins, hip and joint soft chews, calming aids, even healthy skin and coat support. Star Pharmacy really does care about you and your pets, and they are the only pharmacy in the area that sells pet meds and nebulizers. Open Monday through Saturday at 9 p.m. next to the post office in Joshua Tree. Does your hair look like you live in a blow dryer? Time to update your look. Head to Stylish Creation Salon for an amazing cut and refresher. Full color, highlights, brightening, and conditioning. Desert living is so harsh on your hair. All cuts and color are guaranteed at Stylish Creation Salon. For the best hair in town, call 760-365-4410. Walk-ins are always welcome. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5, or later by appointment. Next to Chase Bank on Joshua Lane, Yucca Valley, or online at Stylish Creation I'm here at the year's hottest stag pool party. Put your antlers up. Where? Some poor guy's backyard. These stags are bringing down the house. Seriously, deer are ripping holes in the pool cover. They're trampling patio furniture. And all the damage was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Stag Pool Party, October 27th, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Hello, this is Joel Klink, your local farmer's insurance agent. Call me at 760-367-9288 or stop by my office on the highway across from Rite Aid in 29 Palms. And we are back with the Z1077 Up Close Show. I'm Gary Danielle. Our producer is Rebecca Havely. And a number for you to call us, 760-366-8471. Our guest in studio this morning, representing the Measure O General Obligation Bond, is Donna Munoz, who's the chair of the Measure O Bond campaign. And Liz Meyer, who was the Measure O campaign chair in 2005. I'm going to 
ask you a little bit about the difference between uh, between that. And of course, Liz uh, has a long history in the Morongo Basin, as does Donna. So they probably couldn't find two better reps to get out and try to sell a bond to the communities of the Morongo Basin right now. Uh, now, you're talking about a $62 million general obligation bond. What does that mean as far as money? What's that going to cost me a year on my property tax? Let's just get right down to the nitty-gritty here. Okay. The uh, the cost to you would be $55 per $100,000 assessed value. Okay. So if my house is assessed at $200,000, it would cost me $110 a year. Right. So okay. you'd have to forego yeah. a couple dinners out Yeah. So it's $55 per $100,000 assessed. in assessed mm-hmm. value. Yeah, Very important. That is important because we are, actually most of our homes are under assessed and that's just fine. With yes, it. good. <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's a that's good right. thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, if anybody's wondering, I happen to find out the good way myself. Uh, if you have solar on your home, they don't count, they don't add the value. Did you know that? Yes, because I, I, I had solar too. I was already <laughs> seeing my, my, my uh, bill go up and they said, nope, we don't count the solar. Yes. That's good to know. So, so $55 per 100000 of assessed value of your mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Measure O, how long will that be in effect? How long are you asking us to pay that? 30 years. So, so 30 years. Okay, so be $55 per $100,000 of assessed value for the next right. 30 years. Now, it's possible that that could um, get refinanced and that amount, $55, could go down. Okay. And I, I think something just uh, similar just happened to the former bond. So I'm going to switch over to Liz uh, because you're responsible for putting that bond in place in 2005. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and that was recently refinanced and saved some money. How, how did that work financially? I'm not a financial guy. Yeah. Uh, basically, I just look at my wallet and see how much money I am. Okay. Is zero. Uh, that yeah. bond was also for facilities and and growth of of classrooms and that type of thing. Um, has been completely built out at this point. Um, but our school district financially has a very strong um, standing, and therefore our profile for taking out bonds is low. And so when um, when they they decided they looked at what was left on that bond and they refinanced it. So um, originally we the taxpayers were paying sixty dollars uh, a year on that, and um, that got reduced to $49.70 per year so that the taxpayer actually started paying less because we were able to get the bond refinanced at a much better rate. Okay. Well, we're, we're, can we're, I just add yeah, one thing? Please. On, on the refinancing, what it actually did was save the taxpayers overall $8.9 million, okay. which is pretty good savings. Yeah. yeah, and of course, the interest rates are so different now than mm-hmm. they were back in 2005, True. so that's a, that's a good readjustment. We have a caller. Let's go right to that caller. Uh, there we go. We've got right here. And Jody, you're on the radio. Good morning. Good morning. Um, my original... Okay, I, w- I want to say uh, thank you, uh <laughs> All three of you, to include you, Gary, uh, bless all of your hearts for everything that you do for this area. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's incredible. Okay. Uh, I have – well, one of my questions was how was that going to be paid, and that, that was answered. Okay. Now, it just brought up with your statements a moment ago another question. Okay. The old measure – oh, 
Okay, so is that still actually in effect? Because you said it was reduced to $40 and something a year. So is this going to add on to that? Yes, it is still in effect. So you still have the original measure O on your property tax. This mm-hmm. would be an additional on your property tax. I mean, let's, let's just be honest so, about it. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, that's what I was, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what I was just connecting on to. It's like, okay, so we're going to have the 40 and we're going to have the 55, you know, per $100,000. Right. Yeah, value. Yeah, and we're not, you know, we don't want to hide anything, Jody. I think. Right. Yeah, the thing we want to, um, we really want people to understand, and I think uh, the most important part of our message is, this is the only way that we can put money into our facilities uh, because we do not get money to update and replace old facilities. And the other thing, um, once we, there actually is state bond money available, but you can only get that money if you pass a local bond. So if we pass this bond, this new bond, there's actually $36 million out there where that we could get in matching funds that we cannot get if we don't have a local bond. They want you to go to your people who live in your area and they want the They want you to put some skin in the game. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I, am, I am straight out going to vote for this. Thank you. Because I believe in the safety of our schools and our children because who else is going to protect them? Themselves? No, that's not going to happen. Okay, and another question. Uh, uh, because of these, I hate to bring it up, but it, it's a fact of life now. People have these 3D printers, and I hear that they are printing pieces and parts of guns, even though the major uh, uh, AR-15 thing isn't out there yet. But, I mean, people have the uh, ability, okay? Mm-hmm. Is, is there actually going to be a metal detector, and is there a way that anybody can think of to protect? Uh, well, we, you know, we were talking... <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about that uh, during the break because one of the things, uh, one of the things that's included in this, and Liz can uh, expand on it a little, are some uh, some special locks for uh, an immediate full lockdown. And there's going to be a lot of things. We're not going to talk about all of them because you know we don't want all of them to be out. There. You don't want to let people know what's going to be taken care of. Yeah, yes. but safety exactly. is. I, I, safety. I'm okay with that. Yeah, safety is the number one thing. Let's face it. I mean, I have grandchildren still yeah. in this system, so. Uh, Let me just uh, explain about the lock system that is proposed for every site. Um, Locks have come a long ways over the years, and and, uh, for the need that we are seeing now, we need to establish uh, an all-school lock system so that with the press of a button, everything gets locked down. That, of course, uh, is, is very costly for installation and... Um, and yet it's something that has to be done in order to keep our students safe. So that's an example of one of the things that will be covered with this bond. Okay, Jody? I totally agree with all of that, and thank you very much. All right, thank you. And we go to our next line. And uh, Denise, you're on the radio. Good morning. Good morning. And your comment today? Well, I, I, I'm a, a local resident. I live in Morongo Valley, and I have a... Um, I have a concern as a senior on a fixed income on on this um, bond measure. So I'd like to know why, I, I guess why as a senior on a fixed income, I would, uh, what would, why should I vote for this? 
you can give me some reasons, if they can give me some reasons why I should vote for this. Well, Denise, um, I am one of those people as well. I um, I no longer have children in the school district, and um, and I'm retired. Um, and yet, I obviously am not only going to vote for it, but I am soundly supporting it. And my reasons, my personal reasons for supporting it is that the Morongo Unified School District is the largest employer uh, within the Morongo Basin. Um, not only that, but we are the greatest industry because we are putting out the educated citizens that are going to live in our community and and be the adults of the future. So their education is very important to all of us and to our communities. Um, not only that, but um, the value of these schools, if they are left in the situation where we cannot uh, bring these facilities up, is going to tear down the value of the entire district and the whole Morongo Basin. And by that, I mean that um, one of the first things that people wanting to move into this this area, the first thing they look at is schools. Um, I live in 29 Palms, which is right next to the Marine Corps base, and we see families coming to look over um, the, the basin to move here, and the first thing they want to know is, do we have good schools? And if we can be able to point out that we not only have good schools education-wise, but we have up-to-the-date facilities with um, one of the other things that this bond is going to provide is going to be um, new modern technology so that we have we are teaching our students everything in the technology world that they need to be proficient in when they uh, graduate from our high schools. Um, every student will be proficient in computers. They will be using them throughout their education. And all of that technology has to be kept up to date and provided for. And this bond will also provide some of that. So there are many reasons, even though you uh, don't have anybody engaged in the school district right now. The overall benefit to our communities is well worth uh, what it will cost you. Okay, Denise? Yeah, I'd like to echo that really quickly because yeah. I'm also a senior and we are on a fixed income. And But I do have grandchildren in the schools. But I think that, you know, if the schools are not cared for, it's just like a neighborhood. You know, if the neighborhood gets run down and it's not taken care of and you don't fix the things that need to be fixed, the value goes down. And I think also just the future of our community, I want to know that we leave this place a better, you know, we're not going to be here forever, but I want to know that good things are going to go on in this basin because we love this basin so much. Okay, Denise? Well, well, uh, let me, can I tag something yeah, on that? Yeah, right. are, they, are, they, are, they, are, are you saying that um, um, that... that will affect our property values oh definitely definitely oh okay okay well I, um, yeah, if, if you, know, you if you have uh, a more, I think it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, if you live in an attractive community that's well taken care of and has good schools, then people want to go there, and the law of supply and demand will raise property values. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Thank Thank you very much for answering my question. All right, Denise. Thanks for calling. I appreciate that. And Aaron, you're on the radio. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. 
Um, a couple questions for you guys today. So, so it seems like uh, you're talking about the quality of the schools and how that draws people in, and, and it seems like the the, uh, the program that you're working on is focused on really throwing money at a problem, looking at technology and uh, and security systems to uh, to improve the quality of the school. Uh, as a local parent, um, I, I, I think you're you're looking at the wrong angle and the wrong issues on this. Uh, so, as a uh, military family out here, I. I could not be more thrilled to be looking at orders to get my schools out of the uh, out of the school systems here soon with the, uh, the ratings that they're at. But it's because of things that go on in the schools, on the school buses. When I worry about safety of my children uh, at, at your schools, it's it has to do with uh, you know issues that I've had and issues that I've seen other parents have here with documented cases of violent physical bullying in the school on the school buses. Um, having you know unanswered uh, phone calls to the school trying to trying to get to the bottom of those issues. Uh, my daughter recently, uh, we found out, you know, for, for a period of three months, the teacher was just, you know, letting her leave the room and wander around the school for hours at a time, uh, without mentioning it to us until the end. And I, I think that, uh, you know, if you're looking at improving the quality of the schools, it, it doesn't have to do necessarily with the, the computer that you're putting in the classroom. That's, that's something that kids, uh, are going to pick up on themselves. That's something that, uh, yeah, it's good to have around, but they're going to learn that at home. They're going to learn that in different ways. Um, if you're looking at physical security, I think a big issue that you have is, with inaction on the parts of principals and, and teachers, um, specifically seen a lot of bullying at, at Palm Oasis. You know, I'm really sorry that you're having those experiences because I was on the school board for so long, and I do know that recently they put some new uh, groups together to address bullying. I Because I'm not on the school board anymore, I really can't give you any solid answers. But as a parent or as a grandparent, I would definitely talk to people and if I didn't you know how the pecking order goes if I didn't get the answer one place I'd continue to talk and go higher and higher and I'm very very sorry for whatever you've experienced but um because no child should have to go through that but you know it the safety in the schools the, the technology and not only that just the roofs the air conditioners getting rid of the old portables it, it's also really important we we need to bring these schools up today our schools are pretty old and they need a lot of attention right now Okay, Aaron, I appreciate your comment. It's a valid one. But can, I just, can I add one more thing to that? Yeah, let me, let me just finish my sentence. Thank Go you for ahead, your opinion. It's a valid one, but there's a lot more than just technology and security that's coming with the bond, and they'll explain that in a little bit. And now go ahead and finish your thought. I, I just think before you focus on, you know, putting a, a, a metal detector at the front door, you need to look at things like putting an assistant uh you know, monitor aid on your school buses, um, getting that, that second adult to, uh, to corral kids while, you know, the driver's focused on driving. I think there are some other low-cost issues that, that need to be tackled before the high-end stuff, um, and it's really an, an internal look instead of uh, concerned about an external threat. All right. Thank you, Aaron. appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. And one more caller we've got. We'll get right to uh, Jackie on the radio. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Donna. Good morning, Liz. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, my question is, um, I have a daughter that's currently in the school system here in Yucca, and um, I have worked on the site-based management council at our elementary school uh, for a few years, so I'm kind of familiar with how money is allocated through the district. Um, now she's going to the junior high in La Contenta, and I was wondering if you ladies could tell me, how is this going to benefit my daughter's school that she's at now that's a good question jackie and in fact they have you you've, you've just asked them a, a question that they can answer because 
the bond measure is extremely specific at each school site. So they can tell you exactly what is going to be added or improved at each school site. So, Donna, you got lock antenna right there? I, you know, I turned right to it, which is really so, amazing. So here's Donna and Jackie to tell you what's coming up to lock Hi, antenna. Hi, Jackie. You know, I think I know Hi. you, Jackie. I think yeah. I've talked to you before. Have yes. I? I think so. Yes, um, you have. Yes. Uh, anyway, um, La Contenta... There's a couple of things. Under new construction, there's going to be a new auxiliary gym, NPR with locker rooms, and a fitness center. But I think this is the most exciting thing. There's going to be a new two-story, 12-classroom building to replace the relocatables, the old portables. And uh, then they're going to enhance the... And I I think your daughter, if I'm not correctly, is a pretty smart little gal. Am I right? She's pretty smart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, They're going to be enhancing the existing STEM laboratory in Building H. And they're going to do some um, minor modernization to all the campus buildings. They're going to just refresh all the interiors. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, that so, really nice. so yeah, the bond. Uh, you know, we talked about some general issues, and that was uh, safety and technology. But the bond itself is extremely specific. You can get a copy of the material here, which shows exactly what goes exactly what's being done to each school. And because it's stated out in the bond, a it has to be done, and b they can't use the money for anything else. Is that right, Liz? That's right. Yeah, and and also uh, as we as you just mentioned. The improvements that this bond is going to fund are already spelled out to the dollar. And there will be a, um oversight committee that is going to be um, elected in order to oversight see the spending of this bond. And they will meet regularly, uh, and it will be made up of citizens and representatives from the schools. And they, it is their job to make sure that this money gets spent exactly the way it's promised to be spent. Okay. Okay, now my daughter may actually be out of this school by the time all that gets said and done. Um, do you have things that are going to be going on for the high school as well? We do. Let yeah, me get do. to that page. <laughs> uh, there is... There's something they have a long-range facilities master plan, and that's what they're looking at. And you can get that at the uh, school district website. You can print you can print this material right out yourself and, oh, okay. and take a look at okay. it by by school by school by school by school. You see exactly what's planned for every school oh, okay. by the dollar on the website right now. Okay, it's on the school district website, Liz. Yeah, we're okay. we're anticipating that um, if the if the bond passes. The improvements that are proposed will be completed within uh, 15 to 20 years. 15 to 20 years. Okay, Jackie? You know, there's okay. a whole page okay. of, um, I'd love to give you one of these books, Jackie, and I, I don't run into you often anymore, but um, there's a whole page for Yucca Valley High School. A lot of site work, a lot of new construction, and then some, uh, again, you know, working on the existing buildings. But uh, they're even okay. looking long-term um, at a, a new aquatics concessions, covered spectator seating, team rooms, equipment, new restrooms, concession and lobby addition to the gymnasium. Does that translate new pool? Uh, I doesn't say new pool. <laughs> okay, you said aquatic center. Yeah. That's, it's kind of one <laughs> of them buzzwords. There is a new pool coming to 29. 29 is getting a new pool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's okay. um, just uh, some a lot done to the field, too. Um, 
Okay. Okay, Donna's looking at all these plans here. Which <laughs> yeah, are, yeah. Which are, 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 I don't they're, know which They're in architectese. <laughs> yeah, but they're all there. Okay, well, you Jackie. Said it was on, you said it was on the website. It so is on the website. Very, yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, thanks, Jackie. All right, uh, bye-bye. We're going to take one more caller, and then uh, we'll get back to more details. And, uh, John, you're on the radio. Good morning. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to comment about school security. Uh-huh. Um, I think the metal detectors are a great idea. Uh, you look at um, airports, for example. Ever since they started incorporating the TSA and extra security measures, we've noticed less terrorist attacks, um, no shootings, and it's just a great way to keep kids safe. And that's my comment. All right, John, I appreciate your call. Thank you. 760-366-8471 for the Z1077 Up Close Show. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more talking about Measure O. We've got Liz Meyer and Donna Munoz on the air. So if you've got a question, get ready to call, and we'll be right back. best health care for your loved ones? Need help managing your diabetes or high blood pressure? From physicals to well-woman exams and diabetes management, Yucca Valley Family Medical Care can meet all of your family's needs. Open Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Walk-ins are welcome and they accept Medicare, Medi-Cal, and most insurances. Call today for an appointment. 760-365-8500. Yucca Valley Family Medical Care. Located in the Rite Aid Shopping Center, Yucca Valley. What's hot, hearty, and extraordinary? Firehouse Subs. And now, there's a new way to get more for your money at Firehouse Subs. Introducing the $4.99 Choice Sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, or choice roast beef. And load it up with veggies. Every sub made to your order. Piled high with the meats and cheeses you crave. Choice Subs for $4.99 at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Online at Firehouse Subs or in the Home Depot Center. Yucca Valley. Future Lip Reader, are you nodding along in conversation even when you can't hear the words? Miracle Ear has a solution for you. The smallest of hearing aids with top-of-the-line technology. It's nearly invisible. Don't let hearing loss keep you from enjoying life. Call Carol at 365-0691 and online at MiracleEar.com as a coupon for this remarkable hearing aid. Buy one and get the second one at half price. Next to KFC on Yucca Trail in Yucca Valley. Miracle Ear wants you to hear a better day. Are you living in the gym spin zone? Can't seem to get motivated to work out? Coming up with every excuse you can imagine? You desperately need some extra rewards. Total Fitness has rewards for just getting yourself into the gym. Explore this progressive and fun fitness center. Activate a free three-day pass with your first workout. Then take advantage of killer membership deals. Get your workout mojo back. Find more information online at TotalFitness29.com or stop by and start your first workout today in the State of Brother Center, 29 Palms. It is 1039. I'm Gary Dino, and this is the Z1077 Up Close Show. Our phone number is 760-366-8471. Our lines are open right now if you'd like to join Donna Munoz or Liz Meyer. We're here talking about the Measure O General Obligation Bond. And I, I, I want to... Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the process of the bond because it's a lot simpler than other 
fees that we seem to have being foisted upon us. This is a direct election by the people mm-hmm. on the, on this bond. So uh, I know I asked you this the other day when we were at another venue, uh, but uh, with some prop uh, after Prop 2018, some bonds and other taxes have to get two third. I, I think taxes have to get two thirds, but bonds is just fifty percent plus one. That's correct. Okay, yeah. so it's, it's actually a vote of the people, not just the property owners. Right, that's true. Okay, that's very All true. All right. So uh, I, and we talked a little bit about security. We talked about technology, and I think through the callers we uh, illuminated the fact that this is very, very, very site specific to each school. So how long have you been prepping? to get this thing ready uh, to go out to the people because that's there's a lot of schools to study and determine what the needs are and how are those needs determined well preparation has been going on for a couple of years getting ready to know precisely what each site needs the most and prioritize that and every school site has a site-based management team and they have input into the needs of the school and uh, our, of course, our superintendent of uh, buildings and grounds has a lot of um, input, too, as to the needs of infrastructure. And, um, uh, you know, there are things like roofs that have to be fixed. Um, air conditioning. And air conditioning. And, um, and this is stuff that just keeps getting put back and get put back and get right. put back. What they call deferred maintenance. Right. And, uh, you know, c- could I just add on to that? I know you've, you've been on the uh, college board, but being on the school board for as long as I was, for 16 years. Almost a life sentence. Well, yeah. you know, I loved it. But, okay. Uh, it, uh, one of the things that happened every year I, that I can remember, so often anyway, was that when we were short somewhere, one of the things that got put on the back burner was deferred maintenance. And, you know, and, and so those things add up, just like in your own home. You know, if you don't, at, at some point in time after, I mean, where I live right now, it's an older home, it's been built, and so then you look at the air conditioning, the roof, all the things start to go bad at the same time. But um, and be, but the, the actual book that we're looking at that has all the specific things for each school was put together last fall. But it's been in the making for a long time. You know, they, they continue to evaluate what needs to be done. The thing that we haven't done in so long and that I love seeing on this is getting rid of some of those old portables, putting in some new classrooms, and and the, the things that are going to happen with technology. Because I, I noticed in the book it said our high schools, the technology is, it wasn't built for whether it's the sports part or the technology for what we, I mean, things are changing so fast. Yeah, with with the, with the high schools, the technology was added on rather than planned for. That's so, right. So it makes yeah. a lot of difference in the infrastructure. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you're just joining us, I'm going to do a little review. We have uh, Donna Munoz and Liz Meyer to talk about a general obligation bond called Measure O, which will be on the ballot in your November ballot. And that's all of the Morongo Basin, all the Morongo Unified School Districts. So if you live within those district boundaries, Boundaries you are included in this. This is a bond that is $55 per $100,000 of assessed value to your home. So if your home is worth two, it was assessed at $200,000. There's a difference between what it's worth and what it's assessed. So we get that clear. But if your home is assessed at $200,000, they're asking for $110 a year. This would be over 30 years. Right. Okay. Now I also want to come back to the old bond, which is still on there, and that's about $49. Per year. Is that per $100,000 of assessed value? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And how long is that still remaining on the property tax bill? 
Nobody wants to answer that question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do it. Let me I'm going to let yeah, that, that like yeah. Liz so much. I'm going to let her answer. <laughs> that one will be paid off in August of 2042. Okay. So, uh, and, and, I, and I'm not trying to, to be difficult, but I, th- I think we need to right. put all of Absolutely. our cards on the table. No, That's you know, we are. On. I think yeah. being honest about yeah. it is the yeah. most. Uh, and when you look at our what we're talking about versus some of these other things that are out there on uh, you know the board, we have a lot of things. We realize that. Um, I think uh, this is a smaller amount, and it's gonna it's gonna do more and go further. And I, the thing I keep coming back to that I think is so important as a homeowner is that this is going to go towards the facilities, upgrading our facilities, making them safe, making them modern, making them you know just bringing them up. But it's not going to go towards salaries yeah, or benefits. Yeah, I, I was going to emphasize that. It's not yeah. going towards salary no. or benefits. Or, or yeah. you know, large benefits that you retire on. It's yeah. not. So it's going to be used to make this community better, to add value to our homes, and and to make our kids safer, and and to help them when they leave the school have that all that they need that we can offer them now that we aren't able to maybe because the technology might not be there. Yeah, and the technology is a big thing. Very big. I mean, yes. It's changing the world. So uh, when you consider that we are on every campus, I'm almost I'm not sure every campus, but most campuses are going to have a lot of their portables removed and new classrooms built and if you consider how far we've come since the portables which are essentially a trailer with air conditioning it doesn't always work i'd like you to say that (laughs) (laughs) well again my most of my experience is at twenty palms high school and there's like i think half of it is portable i I think so i think a whole village of portables back there and that's the story on most of our campuses Uh, as we are able to build new permanent classrooms, they are going to be um, intelligent classrooms where they will have all the technology built into them that um, our students need to be engaged with um, for their future. So th- there's going to be a lot of benefit to that. What is the projected growth uh, Morongo Unified Schools. I think right now it's a little over nine thousand students. That's, is it? It's about eighty six hundred. Eighty six between there and nine thousand. Okay, so yeah. about, well, let's just say nine thousand. Mm-hmm. About nine thousand now. What is the anticipated growth? Is there a yearly percentage growth? Do we do we not know? You know, I wish uh, I could answer that okay. question, Gary, and I honestly can't. I. Um, <laughs> Is it in here? I'll, oh. I'll look. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, some She's study. Researching I'm sure it. some some study somewhere. But you don't know offhand, and yep. that's and that's fair. Um, the old bond. I want to come back to the old bond again. Was that as site specific as this one is? Yes. So all those projects on the old bond were they completed? They were completed. Okay. So all the projects on the old bond mm-hmm. were completed. As promised. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we're still paying that because it is a bond, and what you do is you take the lump sum and you spread it out over over many, 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 many years. Right, and it really it uh, we actually have information on the old bond that we can give to people if they want. But everything was done, and again, I would like to say that in this refinancing, not only did we take the amount of money down, but um, we also saved. Eight point nine million dollars that would so we took that off. Yeah, and let me explain how that happened. The school board did this recently, Mm -hmm. but they took the entire balance that was due from the old bond and actually refinanced it because, Mm -hmm. of course, interest rates now are very very low, much much better, and they were able to save what eight eight million dollars. Eight point nine, almost nine. So. So basically, the, the did the, the payment go down, or did how long the bonds in effect go down? 
Well, the payment, the the actual payment to our uh, property owners, the amount of money that they're paying went down. Okay, so the amount of money you're right. paying on your private taxes did go down yes. as a result of that. Good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and it was from sixty down to forty nine seventy. Okay. So, uh, all right, so that's that's significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, I have some information about our projected growth. Overall, the student enrollment is projected to increase by approximately five point oh one percent over the study period, which would would be terminated by two thousand twenty eight. That's the study period. Okay, so in ten years, they anticipate over five percent growth, and that would be that it would be raised up to nine thousand one hundred and twenty four students. Okay, by uh, two thousand twenty eight. Uh, we have a, a caller on the line. I think everybody knows uh, our friend uh, Bob Dunn. Bob, you're on the radio, and oh, good morning to you, Bob. Hey, Bob. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I can't believe uh, Liz's ability to research all this information. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. I'm, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. That's because uh, I, I, I graduated from 29 Palms High School, Bob. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you did too, didn't you? Uh, you know, I, I, I think the, in, in a couple of things that people have talked about, one, one's, uh, one person mentioned the fact that, you know, people move uh here or buy homes here, uh, a lot of times they look for the best school that's, and they look for a house that's close to the, to, to the best school. So I think, I think that's a, that, that, that's, that's a big deal when you talk about property values and, and you talk about which, um, the, the, the pride of the children in the school. Some of these schools, um, I think one of them's older than I am. Uh, <laughs> That would be a log uh, cabin then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, okay. there was, I think there was electricity to it and it did have indoor plumbing. Right. Thanks, Gary. I, I appreciate that. I'm helping you out, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the junior high in, in 29 Palms is, is, is probably one of the oldest ones. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been updated a couple of times, but I think, uh, the important thing that I see is, you know, when, when when children look at a school and they go to school, if 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 it's fresh and it's uh, updated and it's uh, it looks new and it's clean, it, it gives the it gives the students some pride in the fact that they're going to that school, and I think that helps. Uh, in a lot of ways, I think it, it helps in in, uh, in in grades. I think it it helps uh, the community because they're proud of what they have, and yeah. I think that's part of what this I does. Think so. I think you're right, Bob. I served on the school board with Bob Dunn. I just like to say what a pleasure that was. But um, you know, I was at the new Joshua Tree School that we were able to build the other night. I was at a school board meeting, and when I looked around, that was what I was thinking. Wow, this is beautiful. The NPR room and the stage. And just the whole general appearance of the school, it just, it was wonderful to look around and see that. Uh, I, I've attended a couple of very well done theatrical productions in the multi purpose room at the new Joshua Tree Elementary. So they're able to do room. that now. Yeah. So as you can. Hey Bob, you ready to feel you ready to feel old, Bob? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, now we're talking about new schools, and probably everybody was so proud when they built the new Yucca Valley High School. Today it is fifty years old. Well, Gary, you know, I remember when they built uh, 29 Palms Elementary School, and we moved there for the for the for the first time. Um, it, it was a, it was a big deal. And uh, what are we looking at? 1949 or yeah, something like right. that. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, uh, it's it is a 
it, it's, it's an important factor. Um, I, I think it helps not only the schools, but it, it helps the community. It helps the town. Everything we can do. Our our schools. Uh, I'm I'm right now down here in Yucca Valley, and I drive by the high school, and and then I drive by the the, the new high school in Beaumont, and I go. Are we on the same planet? I was at a high school in Rancho Mirage last weekend because my grandson was playing in a, a basketball tournament. And I, it was the brand new Rancho Mirage High School just opened. It was like two years old. And I walked around with my mouth open. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. yeah. Well, if, if you want, if you want an experience, you know, drive by the, drive by the Yucca Valley High School and then go down to Beaumont, which is a town yeah. about our size. Um, and, and, and you drive by that high school and you think, well, oh, there's a, there's a college here or something. What is this? Yeah. And you go by and you look at the sign on it and you go, you know, Beaumont High School. Wow. What, what a difference. So it's, uh, um, you know, it's 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 one of those things that we need to get we need to get it done. I'm really pleased with the specifics of what they're going to do, where they're going to do it, and it's uh, it's 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 a good issue. What we need to do is is get the people out to vote to get them to vote for it. All right, Bob, appreciate that's your call. The, that's the big deal. Thank you, All right. Bob Bye. Dunn, and uh, I think Bob Bob has probably lived up here. As long, if not longer, than you, Liz. Bobby Dunn and I were an item in kindergarten. Item in kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that, we'll take a little break. We'll be back with more of the final portion of the Z107 7 Up Close Show. Don't go away. The rigid and time-consuming process of traditional bank loans have paved the way for peer-to-peer lending. This is Patty Brown, a.k.a. The Loan Lady. We offer viable alternatives and flexible lending on home mortgages. A lot of people are buying second homes, vacation rentals, or even properties to flip. Our money to loan comes from local investors who don't rely on credit scores, but instead, we invest in people. It's not too late to get in on the investment real estate market. All you need is the desire. We have the money to lend right now. Simplify applications and quick turnaround times too. Call me today at 365-7003. The Loan Lady, we want to be your real estate lender. When it's this hot, you need a refreshing meal. Park Rock Cafe serves iced coffees and icy fruit smoothies. Add a delicious avocado stuffed with chicken or tuna. Relax in the blasting air conditioning and life is already better. Park Rock Cafe has a full espresso bar. Try your favorite iced. Always a local lunch special for $7.99. And the $10 lunch deal is a wrap, one side, and a cold drink. Don't miss the new chicken curry wrap. Keeping it cool at the Park Rock Cafe. Open every day next to the Park Visitor Center in downtown Joshua Tree. Want to know how to get that easygoing look without the effort? Great Clips. They make looking good, easy, and affordable. Every day, haircuts are $14 at Great Clips, and there's discounts for active duty military, kids, and seniors. No need for an appointment. You can just walk in or check in online at greatclips.com for no waiting. Great Clips has new weekday hours. They open at 8 a.m. Monday through Friday and 10 a.m. on Sunday in the Dollar Tree Center, Yucca Valley. It's going to be great. Win your share of $5,000 during Hot Seat Madness at Tortoise Rock Casino. Play with your Club 29 card and to win on Saturday, September 15th. Every half hour from 6 to 9.30 p.m., you can win $500 in free play. Or be in the grand prize hot seat at 10 p.m. and win $1,000 in cash. Only at Tortoise Rock Casino at 29 Palms. <laughs> 
It's all right here. This season, make Tortoise Rock Casino your football headquarters. Gather your friends and catch the pro football games at Shelly's Lounge with cold beers and tasty cocktails. And grab some grub from the Oasis Grill, like burgers, hot dogs, chicken wings, and tacos. Watch the games at your football headquarters at Tortoise Rock Casino with 29 Falls. This place rocks. It's all right here. Must be 21 and over to enter Shelly's Lounge. And we are back with the final portion of the Z1077 Up Close Show. I'm Gary Dignot. Our guests in studio, Liz Meyer and Donna Munoz, representing the Measure O Bond Campaign Committee. And uh, let's do a little review, shall we? So Measure O will be on the November ballot. Yes. Okay. It is a general obligation bond, which is $55 per $100,000 of assessed value on your property per year for the next 30 years. That's right. Okay. And it's based on uh, needs at the school, almost entirely infrastructure and new structures. Facilities and maintenance. Yeah. And safety. So it, it yeah. has nothing to do with salaries or benefits. We no. want people to be to be sure, of, to be to understand that. Um, Don, if I was to ask you, what's the number one reason why I should vote for this? Well, you should vote for this because you're a longtime resident and it will increase the value of your home, I think, because we'll be increasing all of the schools. And because I believe that you, like us, um, believe in the future of this basin. And you have a nifty little slogan that you're using, I Donna. Do, I want to give you an so opportunity <laughs> to say that. I say this everywhere I go. So my mantra lately is every student, every school, vote yes on Mejero. Liz, I'll give you, I'm going to ask you the same question. What, what's the reason I should vote for this bond obligation? I think uh, that our schools are so essential in our Morongo Basin for um, bringing up new adults who are educated and who will be able to stay in the basin because of the prosperity. And uh, the only way that this basin can prosper is if our schools are prospering. And I, I want to uh, restate, if you're curious about what exactly what this goes to, this bond is extremely site-specific. The long-range facilities master plan is available on the Morongo Unified School District website. You can download it, look where your child is going to school, and see what improvements and changes we made at each individual school yes. anytime you want. Exactly. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for our Up Close show for today. Liz, thank you so much for coming in. Well, thank you, Gary, for making it possible for us to keep the public informed as to how this bond is going to affect them. And Donna, thank you for coming thank in today. You. Thank you. Thank you for the time. It. We really appreciate it. All right. It. So be looking for Measure O on the November ballot uh, uh, this November. That's going to do it for the Up Close show for today. Be sure to join me again next week. Until then, thanks for listening. Drive carefully and God bless. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Up Close, a weekly talk and interview program presented in the public interest by Z1077 News. Join Gary Denio again next Friday at 10 for more. Up close.